Hey, what's up? My name is Nate, and you're listening to the best podcast on the planet. It's called Life Tips. Everyday life topics with advice and tips for becoming a better you. Isn't that amazing? The reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, and there's something to improve upon every single day. So follow along in this episode, and I'll help you take yesterday's mistakes and master them for a new tomorrow. Let's go! What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Season 4. I'm your host, Nate. And hello again, ladies. I know it's been quite some time since I recorded an episode for you. Matter of fact, it's been quite some time that I've recorded an episode, period, with just me. But here we are again. You know, the first thing I'm going to do before I get into this is just start off by saying I really appreciate everybody who listens into the show. I appreciate everybody who who tunes in. I appreciate everybody who really just takes the time out of their day to send me an encouraging message, to send me a text, to call, just to really... Let me know that what I'm doing matters and what I'm doing impacts them. And uh, it also means a lot that that I'm able to help people um, not going to give anything away. But did you all know that in just 10 months of podcasting, I've been able to help multiple people start their own podcasts. How amazing is that? People actually hit me up and be like, yo, how do you do this? How can I do this? And I just tell them it's so easy. Anchor. Anchor and having a great strategy for your show. Otherwise, you know, but but still... The amount of people that have come and just asked for questions and advice and stuff like that on podcasting, man, I I recorded this yesterday. Yesterday, Tuesday, the 28th of August. Today's the 29th at 5 a.m. that you're hearing this. And y'all, oh my goodness. The amount of people that have been calling and texting, asking for my help has been limitless. The amount of speaking engagements that are coming soon, limitless, endless. I am being used to impact the world. And it's also, excuse me, it's also ironic because I'm finding out more and more and more as the days and months go by that I'm so much like my pastor 
my former pastor than I ever could have realized. I uh, have only had four main lead pastors in my life. Four. Had my first pastor growing up, my second pastor, and then, of course, the dynamic duo double pastors of my current church leadership now in my bishop and my executive pastor. But if I had to rank, rank them, and I know I'm getting on a tangent, but you guys will understand this in just a second. Um, of course, my bishop and my pastor are at the top. Right behind them, though, is my second pastor. My second pastor is Steve Lane. And we are so, so, so alike. Like, it's not even funny. When I say we're alike, we are as human as human can be. We've done things we're not proud of, said things we're not proud of. We both have issues just like any other regular person. But yet for some reason, we're still chosen. That means a lot. So that's one thing I wanted to just get into real quick before I get into the episode. It's just, I really appreciate everyone, even the new people. There's one person that I was just talking to yesterday that hopped on board the show and she's listening to this right now. And oh my goodness, I appreciate everyone, everyone. Aside from that, there's 26 people, 26 people that have now doubled to 27 people that believe in me 100%. No matter what I do, what I say, those 27 people will still have my back. They will still be here for me. They will still be rooting for me. And y'all... That's 27 people out of 1,800 of you that listen. Amazing. And the numbers are growing by the day. My podcast is changing people's lives, and I don't take that lightly. So, y'all, I just wanted to say that first and foremost to start. And, uh... Last thing I'll say is give a personal shout out to Miss Talia Curtis. She's uh, the youngest podcaster that I've connected with so far. And to just have this amazing impact on her in just under a week, you all have no idea. So all I can say is I'm blessed to have so much impact in so many people's lives from so many different walks of life. All right. 
to all the girls, unstoppable focused women, which y'all killed it. That was the highest episode to date. Over 50 people listened to that one. And so um, there's, there's a reason why I titled this Unstoppable Focused Women Part 2, because it's the powerful follow-up to Part 1 that you all needed. I think we can go higher. And so I won't be surprised if this episode hits 60 listens when, this, when it's over. 60. But anyway, this, here, this time I'm here to talk to you all about a few extra things that have taken place recently in society regarding women. And the first thing that I want to start off with is this. Men are intimidated by strong, unstoppable, focused women. I have no problems admitting this. We as men are not setting good examples right now. So while this episode is mainly for the women, I have to say this to the guys to start off. Hello, Earth to the dudes. We live in a woman-dominated society. Deal with it, okay? Please. And for, oh man, and for the sake of everybody, please do not behave like this guy. I hope he listens to this. Someone send this to him. Rep- Representative Ted Yoho. Oh my goodness, bro. Someone send this episode to him. He was on Capitol Hill not too long ago and straight up accosted New York Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez by calling her an effing B. Not going to say it, but come on. Come on. Twitter immediately lit him on fire when news of the incident reached the press. And from my point of view, he deserved it. And the retaliation he got on the floor publicly days later by AOC herself and more women. Oh, my goodness, dude. No, that is terrible. You are in a very public job. The eyes of the world are on you. Sure, it's not as many eyes as the president, but you're still a representative in Congress. You can't do or say certain things when you are in that high of a public light. Yeah, you. some of y'all are probably thinking, but Nate, you're a public figure too. You're in the public eye. You can't do or say certain things either. That's correct. You would be right. You'd be right with that. That's absolutely correct. However, I am not a U.S. senator. I am not a congressman. I don't have that super public life where my entire existence is under a microscope and filtered by billions and billions of people yet. I'm getting there, but I'm not there yet. 
So while I'm on my way there, I have to pretty much watch myself and make sure I make the right moves to get there so that when I eventually have that presence that congressmen, congresswomen and people in the government have where the entire eyes of the world are on them, except it'll be different because I'll be a public figure in the celebrity space and the Hollywood space with everybody else. But still, when I get there, I'll look back and be able to see, wow, because I structured things differently when I was in the beginning phases, it benefited me in the long run. But back to the point, guys, don't be like this rep representative Yoho guy. Don't be out here accosting women like that, especially publicly, because cancel culture is real. You will get dragged to the 10th degree. Everyone will be speaking your name and you will get possible death threats. You will possibly get, you know, hacked. I don't know. Like there are serious repercussions in that high of a public space. When you say things like that about women. And so it is never, ever, and I repeat, never okay or acceptable for any man to publicly call a woman that. It's bad when you do it privately, but publicly, publicly, that's a no-no. Forget, forget freedom of speech at that point. You crossed a serious line and deserve to be held accountable. Men today are perceived totally wrong thanks to cowards like Representative Yoho. It's like Beyonce said. Who runs the world? Girls. But... It's more proper and polished to say that women run the world. And y'all do. Keep up the good work, ladies. Now, I say all that to say, as a first life tip, stand strong and be courageous. Don't take any crap from a man who uses his power and his influence to be overtly sexist and especially demeaning. And more specifically, if you're on the same playing field as said man, I suggest you retaliate exactly like AOC did. Use your powerful voice and your intense, passionate speaking ability to shut him down. Okay? Great. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And then we'll come back with more. Want to get smooth jazz like this into your podcast? YouTube has the answer. No, they're not sponsoring this, but this information is publicly available to anyone. All you have to do is hit up www.youtube.com and search for non-copyright smooth jazz with sax. Because let's be honest, nobody has time to deal with copyright lawsuits out here. So, remember, that's www.youtube.com and search 
Now, let's ride this out for a bit, and then we'll return for more with Nate and his guests. So the first thing that I wanted to bring up was, of course, how strong, unstoppable, and focused women can be in public, public, public areas of life and still represent themselves with class and with dignity. And the reason why I said public three times is because, remember, AOC, this is AOC we're talking about, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She came on the scene two years ago in 2018. I remember it clear as day. There's a documentary that was put out on Netflix detailing the struggles of her and, I believe, three other women who were running. And it was ultimately AOC who won and became the congresswoman we all know and love today. And there have even been articles and rumors and stories of saying that, that people are trying to boot her out. Oh, no. We are not booting AOC out of the congresswoman seat. We need her. She is the most influential congresswoman we've had in quite some time, especially when it comes to this generation. Can you believe that she's only like nearly 30? She is approaching her 30s. She is still in, I think, 28, 29 like that age range, she's almost 30. But the point that I'm trying to make is a lot of us young adults who are 25, 26, 27, we can relate to AOC because she is not too far away in age from us. But she's amassed the highest or one of the highest positions in America as a congresswoman. There's no way she's going away anytime soon. We need AOC. We need AOC. So that's the first thing. The second thing that I want to point out to the ladies in this part too is movies, acting, Netflix, and TV. Alongside music. So I'm going to tackle this from two fronts. First, I'm going to talk about movies, acting, TV, and Netflix. Joey King, we should all know her by now. The main female star of The Kissing Booth, one and two. Zendaya, she just got recognized with an outstanding lead actress award from the Emmys of her remarkable performance on Euphoria. And so the last time that I was with you for Unstoppable Focused Women Part 1, I talked about how hair, makeup, nails, and fashion are essential for women, period. This time, I'm going to throw acting in here, too. Don't get me wrong, hair, makeup, nails, and fashion are still essential. But 
acting. Acting is essential for women, period. That's right. I said it. Period with a T. Put some more emphasis on what you're trying to say. Oh, and females, women, women tend to say that more than the regular period, especially black women. It's just, it's just a thing. I don't know why, but hey, period T is the cool new thing to say when you're saying period. Just don't forget to put a T at the end, okay? I'll go with it. Music. Meg the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. However you want to, you know, call her, whatever you want to call her, Meg the Stallion, Megan the Stallion, etc., etc. She has the most influential methodology for how you move as a public figure. Inspirational and influential. She doesn't have a negative bone in her body. At all. Now, I'm saying this based off of seeing things that she's said in interviews. See, the the way I handle things when it comes to public figures who are already public figures where I'm trying to be is that I look at I look at what they say and who they are in interviews. I look at that. I don't really pay attention to things like you know, what you tweet. I kind of do pay attention to things like what you tweet, but ultimately what you tweet is what you tweet. But for me, it's more so For me, it's more so, what do you say in interviews? Because interviews are the time periods where we're going to pretty much hear from you the most. It's more so important when it comes to interviews that we actually see you physically. The reason I say that is because when you're giving an interview on a podcast, that's mostly audio. You don't really see the person. But when you're giving an interview, the traditional style, you typically will go into, you'll typically go into a studio to conduct the interview. Now, because of COVID-19 and social distancing, Interviews are being conducted differently online. But the point of an interview is to see what this person is about and see who they are. That's what interviews do. Most specifically, we think of job interviews. The purpose of the job interview is to see what type of person you are to determine whether or not the hiring manager is going to give you a shot, right? But it's different when you're in the music industry. In the music industry with public figures in that realm, the purpose of interviews is actually to talk about the music that you just put out. And so in Meg's case, 
I've watched a ton of Meg interviews. I've watched countless Meg the Stallion interviews on YouTube. And what I can say, because I don't know her, but what I can say is that from what I've seen from Meg the Stallion, she is absolutely impeccable. She's amazing. In other words, it makes sense why Beyonce and Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, possibly, it makes sense why these people are working with her. It makes sense why these people are doing tracks and blowing her phone up like, hey, you know, let's do or talking to her, uh, her people and saying, hey, let's get Meg on this. Let's get Meg on this. A reason is because she does not have a negative bone in her body at all. She has come into the music industry, into the Hollywood scene, and literally made no enemies. Everywhere she goes, she is a light, bubbly, friendly person. I'm sorry, not light. She's a delightful, friendly, bubbly person everywhere she goes. But as she just realized, the people she hangs with have literally trampled over her. These are people outside her circle. See, Megan's circle, you got to understand something about Meg the Stallion, ladies. Meg the Stallion is a public figure. She has a verified Twitter account. Meg the Stallion has a team. I don't know how many people are in her on her team per se, but she has a team. I'm going to just guess that she has a team of about uh, 30 people, okay? Let's just say she has a team of 30 people. It's probably way more than that, but she has a team of 30 people. She's got a makeup person, she's got a hairstylist, she's got uh, a stylist stylist, people who suggest, you know, clothes for her to wear not just personally every single day, but they suggest outfits for her to wear in music videos, in photo shoot opportunities and stuff like that. Meg isn't out here doing this by herself. No, she has a whole team backing her. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Her team works with her day by day. Outside her team, there's another layer. The other layer that Meg has is she has a circle. And and these are personal people in her circle who actually know her. They've known her since before she was famous. And now that she is famous, they're even closer to her. She has extended family. Meg does have family. She's got extended family. I'm sure of that. Um, she's got friends, friends who probably have become family. I've said this multiple times that I don't wish death on anyone. But if your parents are gone, you have 
your friends and your friends end up becoming family. If you're in a situation like mine, where my parents are still alive, eventually you're going to get to the point where your parents are up there at the 80, 90s range, and then they're gone. And at that point, you will have siblings and friends. That's how it, that's how it is for young adults. And that's the unfortunate part of life. But what I'm saying is that when you have a solid community around you, you will be good no matter what life throws at you. And Meg has a solid group of people around her. Extended family, real friends, and of course, her team that works with her and sees her every single day. And so, we all know that Tory Lanez shot up both of her feet in that vehicle. And that is absolutely insane. There was no reason, no sensitive reason in my mind that he would do that. But he did it. And so because he did it, he will be discovered, tried, and punished. As for Megan, well, she definitely is going to bounce back 100%. So what's my point? What's, 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 what's the life tip here? Even though this isn't technically life tip two, but I'll put this in here anyway. Ladies, be like Meg. Now, obviously, some of you will you know, have morals and standards, and I don't expect you to completely be like Meg. No. If you can't use certain language or you don't feel comfortable using certain language, don't use it. If you don't feel like you should wear certain things and reveal certain parts of your body, ladies, don't do it. Stick to your code. Stick to your beliefs. Stick to who you are. When I say be like Meg, what I'm talking about is my suggestion to you is that you adopt Meg's personality from this one aspect and that is that Meg does not go around making enemies Meg is one of the most positive public figures we've had in quite some time she 100% is a role model for every girl teenager teenager and young woman in America. And if I ever get a chance to meet Meg the Stallion, who first of all, I'm going to cry. Secondly, I'm probably going to thank God a million times. And three, if I meet Meg, I'm going to become friends. Shoot. I need loyal people like Meg. At that point in life, yes. Like, if I become a legitimate public figure and have a verified account and I'm making millions of dollars as a motivational speaker and I'm out there in the Hollywood scene living life as the next Lecrae, I'll, I'll get into that in a separate uh, podcast episode. But I'm pretty much the next Lecrae. We've got the same 
faith in Jesus. We operate the same way. And uh, I'm going in the same direction as he is. He's already out there in the mainstream world influencing people for Christ, as is uh, as is my favorite gospel gospel singer. And that would be the amazing, amazing, amazing Tasha Cobbs Leonard. She is Tasha Cobbs Leonard. She really knows how to connect God with people. 100%. And she did that. She showed that best when she invited Nicki Minaj to be on her song, I'm Getting Ready, two years ago when she put out her album, Heart, Passion, Pursuit. She has since released a new project, which I will get hip to as soon as I get some more iTunes money. But Tasha, Lord knows if I ever meet Tasha Cobbs Leonard, it's going to be it's going to be on. That's going to be the day I scream my lungs out. <laughs> anyway, but okay, yeah. Thank you, God. Tasha Cobbs Leonard, perfect example. Be like her too. But Meg, Meg the Stallion, yes. Musically, from a music standpoint, ladies, you 100% want to be like Meg personality-wise. You know, there are some other things that you know, about Meg that are, you know, that I honestly can't say, you know, that you should do certain things like, like her. Um, but for the most part, she's a cool person. And if you can be like that, where you go around and you have positive vibes with everybody, you cut the people off who are negative and you stay away from the negative vibes and the negative energy then imagine what can change for you. Imagine what your life can be by just being a positive person all around. It's limitless. So you're probably wondering where life tip number two is. Life tip number two was actually in part three of the show. So when we come back from commercial... We'll hit part three, and I'll give you all the real meat of what I want to say. Need a speaker for your next event? One who resonates with and understands people and will provide a balanced perspective for any audience? You need to call Nate. You can reach him at underscore orator Nate on Instagram, the wise orator on Facebook, or his website, at www.natejones2016.wixsite.com backslash who is Nate Jones. Now, let's go finish up that episode, shall we? All right, we're back. So for part one, let's just give you a little recap. We talked about how AOC... AOC, the Congresswoman AOC, Uh, we talked about how she's got a super special position in life. Takes a lot of work to get to where she is. Uh, 
But there are so many women in the government who have those public roles that are talking in front of cameras all the time. There are endless women reporters. Women reporters are everywhere. Everywhere in sports, in the news, in like you see these amazing, fantastic women leading the charge everywhere. You've got Nancy Pelosi now. Bear with me. Nancy Pelosi does have some quirks, but she is leading the charge and she is a woman in power. So, boom, she's got to be given her props. She's got to be given her her respect, her due. Um, but, yeah, we've talked about that. We've talked about the, the music side of things and movies. Joey King, she's an unstoppable focused woman, as is Zendaya, for sure. Goodness, Zendaya. Unstoppable, focused, and determined. Um, Meg the Stallion in the music industry, she's unstoppable and focused. I mean, goodness, the woman survived two bullet wounds to the feet. She's alive, she's well, and she's going to get back at it. She, and in fact, I think she's already gotten back at it. I saw something on her Instagram today. But she's back. She's making moves again. Praise God for that. And uh, Tasha Cobbs and... There's so many more examples I could have given, but don't have that much time. Uh, but the last thing we're going to do is get into podcasting. And this this is something that you'll be hearing me talk about in future seasons. But ladies, women, since I last recorded part one with you, the numbers of women podcasters have blown up tremendously. And oh yes, I've got their names for you right here to check them out. Now, sadly, sadly, the Ladies Like Us podcast with Nazanin Mandy and Nadia Moham is is over. It's gone. But there's tons more podcasts to choose from. Tons. The Sade Dennis podcast on the Gum Network is still there. The process with Nora Tagori is still there. And there's way more. Some of these women that I'm getting ready to shout out, they're listening to this podcast episode right now. So ladies, if you haven't checked out these these women, go check them out. I highly recommend you check these women out. They're doing amazing things in the podcast world. First off is the What's Stopping You podcast with Kelsey Jones. That podcast, whoo-wee, she's an amazing young woman who's got her whole life ahead of her, mind you, but she's still taking the time out of her busy college life. Very busy college life, mind you. To inspire millions of people She's amassed over 200 reviews on Apple Podcasts. Probably got thousands upon thousands of people listening into her show. She's killing it. Next up, The Daily Grind with my friend Kelly Johnson. Gotta listen to her. 
she's so good at interviewing people. You want to listen to a good interview? Go listen to The Daily Grind. Best interviewer on the planet. Kelly is amazing at what she does. If you want self-care, check out the JS Self-Care Podcast hosted by Janelle. And I mean, really check out the JS Self-Care Podcast. JS is my uh, therapist. No, she doesn't work as a therapist as a full-time you know, job title. Uh, she's in self-care full-time. But counseling and therapy is a part of the overarching thing, the overarching self-care business that she has. So I decided to tap into that part of her business. And my goodness, it feels so refreshing to discuss things with someone that is neutral, not a friend, not a family member, someone that just someone that knows you, knows a little bit about you, but is willing to take the time out of her day to guide you in the right direction. Phew. Y'all, therapy's lit. If you have an actual therapist that you can talk to, talk to them. If you don't have a therapist, go find one. Yes, you're going to have to pay, but it's worth it. 100%. Positively You, hosted by Talia Curtis over in the UK, the newest podcast to join my rank of podcasts that I listen to. Talia is amazing. She's the youngest podcast host that I'm connected to. Out of the 18 people that I'm connected to right now who are podcast hosts, she is the youngest. Unbelievable. Y'all, when I was her age, I was not podcasting. That wasn't even a thought in my mind. But she's out here podcasting and teaching people what she has learned in life. And she's so young. She just got into adulthood. And she's killing it. It does not matter how old you are. It does not matter how much life experience you do or do not have. If you have a story to tell and you have the means and a platform to do it, do it. I'm 100% proud of Talia Curtis, and I'm so excited to be able to be in her corner as a podcast host. The Psyche Mental Wellbeing Podcast, hosted by Hannah, also in the UK. My friend Hannah. Love her. She's amazing. She's doing great things in her life, and she's engaged. She's got everything that a human being could ever want in life. She's killing it. I love her. She's killing it. Kayla and Carly. Pettyish Podcast. It's on the way. It's coming back. Can't wait to hear those two again. The Kendra D Experience Podcast. Hosted by my homie, Kendra D. The She Speaks podcast with Chris McDonald. Wow. I have never heard anyone give their own take 
on celebrity life and celebrity culture quite like Chris. She is thebomb.com when it comes to that. And then last but not least, the Working Overtime Podcast, hosted by my friend C.N. Sloan. If you want to listen to a show that you will be motivated to quit your 9 to 5 and take your dream full time, listen to C.N. Sloan's podcast called Working Overtime. She's probably going to listen to this and think, Nate, I don't want people to quit their jobs. Clearly, that was a joke. Don't quit your job. But if you want to take your dreams full-time and your passion full-time and you need a little motivation to get there, check out CN Sloan's podcast called Working Overtime. And guys, girls, I have now been into podcasting for 10 months. 10 months ago, I started. And the numbers are rising in terms of women podcast hosts. They're starting to outnumber the coronavirus cases. Yes, I know, horrible comparison, but uh, but still, the number of women podcasters are growing. There's this many people in the game. So if you don't remember anything else I tell you in this episode, please get a hold of this. Why? Because again, it doesn't matter your age. That's life tip two. Write that down. It does not matter your age. If you have a story to tell, if you have a voice that needs to be heard, then hop on podcasting. Use Anchor. I highly recommend it. Start that YouTube channel. Launch the beauty business. Get into skincare. Get into modeling, fashion, hair, makeup. Write that song. Put out that EP. These are all the things I said in part one, but I'll say it again because it doesn't matter. You can be the difference maker in the life of a young woman or older woman who may need your expertise, guidance, wisdom, and direction in life, just like First Lady Michelle Obama. She is the difference maker right now. And honestly, that's the biggest difference between part one and part two. Part one, there was no Michelle Obama podcast. Now there is. Yes, I know she's not the first lady right now, but come on. She nailed that title. We might as well call her that out of respect. She is the first lady, okay? <laughs> Forget saying former first lady. Just, just drop that. Just call her First Lady Obama out of respect for what she's done to benefit America alongside her husband, President Obama. When you address them, just use those titles. Just knock the former out because regardless of whether you're the president for four years, for eight years, it doesn't matter when you stop becoming president. Once you become the president, you will always be president in the eyes of somebody. So even when your term ends, you will still be called president when you walk around the world, even if you're a former. But again, please don't say former. Be respectful. Call them president and, and uh, first lady. But anyway, happy birthday to the Michelle Obama podcast. 
That's right. There was no Michelle Obama podcast in part one, but in part two, yeah, there is. It just released today. So while you're listening to this episode of Life Tips, the First Lady is celebrating the start of her show. It's on Spotify. It sounds amazing. So when this ends, go over to Spotify and look up the Michelle Obama podcast. You will see her picture clear as day. Download it. Follow it. It's live on Spotify now. I'm telling you, it will bless your life. It will bless your life, ladies. If First Lady Michelle can start a podcast, what makes you think you can't? Michelle Obama, excuse me, First Lady Michelle Obama. Ooh, I'm tired. First Lady Michelle Obama is about to revolutionize the podcast game. It was Joe Rogan who first got a Spotify deal and, you know, blew up and was able to make thousands, probably even more than that, of dollars podcasting. That's all he does now. At least that's what I think he does. Podcast for a living. Gets paid for it. That's dope. He doesn't have to work a nine to five. He's his own boss. Same with First Lady Michelle Obama. She's her own boss. She was the First Lady for eight years. Now she has a podcast. And the reason why I'm saying that her podcast will revolutionize everything is because between her and Joe Rogan, those are the only two famous verified checkmark people that I know outside of, well, Nor, but those are the only two verified checkmark famous people that have podcasts where they've already had a national platform with 1.4 or 30, 40, 50, 60 million people following them. The only difference is that now they have a podcast, those same millions of people that followed them beforehand are going to jump on their podcast and make it blow up. And because they have that influence in society more people are going to be inspired to start a podcast. And guess where they will go to start? Anchor. So, yeah, ladies, you are unstoppable when you are focused. You are unstoppable when you are determined. You are unstoppable when you are fierce. You are unstoppable. Quarantine may be over, but that's not stopping the launch of whatever it is you feel burdened to create. We're still reaching out to people online. We're still using social media to grab people's attention and draw them into whatever you're doing. We're still using Instagram, which just produced a viral challenge supporting other women. The internet is powerful. There have been scores of women posting on Instagram using the hashtag challenging other women to support other women and post beautiful pictures of themselves. Y'all really know how to crush that app, I'm telling you. Twitter. There's more and more women tweeting for their brands, businesses, personalities, Etc. Etc. You have women life coaches out here like JS, and that's great because many, many 
Many teens and young women, you heard me say this before, but I'll say it again, between the ages of 18 and 30, still lack guidance, still lack mentorship, and still lack direction. But it's way worse. A lot of young women and young men are hurting, depressed, lonely, and scared. Nobody to talk to. Guess what? This is a pandemic. Half the world doesn't have jobs right now. So what do you think they were doing at home? Guess what? We may still be in a pandemic and people may still be at home. But podcasting is so big that you have endless people tuning in to shows left and right. They're coming to you. So make sure you're ready. If you need help or if you need to be pointed towards a successful woman that can help or man, I don't mind providing the connection. Part two, unstoppable focused women. Crazy. Crazy the amount of women that listen into the show that love it. And I appreciate you all. Every last woman and man that listens to the Life Tips podcast. You guys are amazing. And so I wanted to give you this today to really inspire you that you are unstoppable. Stay focused. Walk in humility. Be real with people. And if you do that, you cut off people that are toxic and negative, and you keep positive people in your circle, then the sky's the limit. There's no telling where you'll go. Now, there's one more thing I'm going to say, and then I'll close. Women are very big on legitimate relationships. And so, one of the things that I said to Talia in our communications over the last several days is that stay safe and be protected. There's a lot of sketchy people out here. Another thing I said to her was first car, first apartment, love life, marriage, first home, children. These are the most important functions of friends. Real friends. A lot of women are achieving that these days in the midst of a pandemic. And that's when you want your real friends to be there. And then the last thing I'll say is that 
You want people in your life who will not just be positive, but will also who keep also who will keep it real with you. Nobody wants to hear yes men and yes women all the time. Nobody. But see, keeping it real means that the way you keep it real matters. Y'all, I'm going to admit this. I said something recently in one of the group chats I was in, and I'm still in, that honestly wasn't the best thing to say. Poor word choice. And I am sorry and I will make it right but however it matters how you handle people I got accosted today The same way that AOC got accosted, but worse. Nobody called me an F and B, but what I was called was an A, an AH to be precise. I think you all know what that means. And the person who called me this in the chat really doesn't know me. In fact, of the people in that chat who are quote unquote friends, I'm friends with them on different levels. There's levels to it. See, it matters how you handle people. What that means is, is that when you're upset with someone, the worst thing that you can do is come out of left field and call them something that they were never intended to be in the first place. Why are you out here calling someone that? Ew, is that a slug? Oh my goodness. I'm sorry, y'all. There's a live slug right next to me, and I think I just stepped in him. That's disgusting. So, yeah, but I'm sorry. Um, it matters how you handle people. If someone does something that upsets you or says something that upsets you, the worst possible thing you can do is come at them in a manner that 
will not make them sit down and see where you're coming from. Instead, they'll feel like they got accosted, verbally lashed out at, which essentially I was. I was verbally lashed out at in the chat because of the mistake that I made. And while while I definitely do need to work on some things from a personality standpoint and a communication standpoint, I'm not going to change who I am. And it will take time to fix certain things that have been built up over time that I've gotten used to. But that's just the sec- the first part. The second part that I'm going to end on is it's important to categorize people. And that's where I was going in the beginning when I mentioned the group. I'm only close with a few people in that chat, namely two of the women, Becca and Gigi. Becca's a close friend. Gigi, of course, is my number one best friend. Nothing will ever change that. Nothing that we do to each other, say to each other, will change that. The others in the chat are more like acquaintance friends. We're not as close. We don't talk on the phone every day. We don't text every day. We barely speak to each other. The only time we speak to each other is in the group chat. That's the only time we talk to each other. So in my book, if only we talk to, the only time we talk to each other is in a group chat or every now and then, you're an acquaintance. That's where you go in my book. Friends, like Becca, friends who talk on FaceTime or calling on the phone or text every couple of weeks or every other day, those are the people that really know me, that I give access to. And those are the people who can challenge me. And that's what you want, ladies. You want, and and dudes, but mostly ladies, since this episode is for y'all, you want people who will, who will challenge you. You don't want yes men and yes women. You want people who will challenge you. So yes, make sure your circle is positive. Yes, make sure you stay away from negative people. But make sure your circle is real. Make sure you have people in your corner that will challenge you. Challenge you to do the right thing. And so it matters how you handle people. Don't call people vicious, horrible names. That's dead. We don't have time for that. But also make sure that the people in your circle challenge you. 
and make sure that the people in your circle who challenge you are designated and allowed to do that. Because you don't want everyone challenging you. You don't want everyone to think that they have the freedom to come into your life and tell you what to do, what to say, when to say it, etc., etc. Christian or non-Christian. And if you're Christians, remember that every believer in Christ lives differently. We all have different walks, which means we all follow Jesus differently, which means we all have different times we read the Bible. We have different times that we worship. Some of us worship every day and read the Bible. Some of us wait till Sunday. It just depends on how you are personally with God in one-on-one connection. But we don't all represent Jesus the same. We don't. We each represent Christ based off our own individual relationship with God through the Holy Spirit that is inside us that that conforms to us and to how God made us. We're all different. No one's the same. So, to close, I just want to encourage you all with that. The reason why Life Tips Podcast is the way it is, is because I take everything from my life that I've deemed worth making examples out of and give it to y'all. And since that's the most recent thing that happened to me today... I want you to know that it's not okay. It's not okay to let anyone challenge you. Your acquaintances should not be challenging you in that way. Only your friends and best friends. Now, I have many close friends. But I have four best friends. And yes, I have brothers and men that I let in my life. It's only a few of them because I mostly cater towards women. So there's only a few dudes that can speak into my life. But of the women, there's only four of them. Becca, Gigi, Raven, and China. It's those four who are the main best friends in my life. And I wouldn't trade them for anything. They get to see me at my best and at my worst. And so, ladies, if you have friends that you allow to see you at your best and at your worst, those are your best friends. Keep them close. Those are the ones who can challenge you. For real, for real challenge you. Those are the ones you should listen to. But, in addition to watching how you handle people, it's also important to realize that everyone needs space to process things differently. So even if you're getting bombarded and drilled with message after message in the same chat because one person accosted you and then everyone else is jumping down your throat 
judging you for what you did, it's still on you to take the time you need to process what happened, apologize, and then move forward. And moving forward doesn't mean that you're not going to not do what you did again because we're human. It takes time to change things. Things don't change overnight. You're going to get upset again. You're going to fail again. You're going to have moments where you get upset and roast people and chew them out. You're going to because we're all human. But it is possible to keep your cool in situations that seem bad or in situations where you're literally being attacked on all levels. And so, y'all, I love you guys. You guys are the most important piece of my public figure life to date. Wouldn't be here without you guys. And I wouldn't be here without God, first and foremost, but I wouldn't be here and have this platform without you guys. I really love you guys. I really care about you guys. And so that's why I do this. That's why I make these podcast episodes for you. And so, ladies, I know I dropped a lot of life tips on you today, but it was necessary. And I think I killed it. I think part two was way better than part one. So if you haven't listened to part one, go back. It's in season three. Go back and listen to part one. And then listen to part two. And then go download the Michelle Obama podcast and enjoy it. Because that's exactly what I'm going to do today. Probably won't see me be promoting this today, but it's okay. But I'll be back. You'll have episodes with me again. Even though primarily most of my episodes will have guests in them, you'll still get to hear from me every now and then. So I just wanted to give you this part two, a successful follow-up to part one, and say, ladies, you matter. That's the whole truth. Anyway, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Life Tips Podcast. Tweet me and DM me there if you're interested in engaging. Follow me on my own Twitter account at auth underscore gen underscore person. And, of course, don't forget to continue listening to past episodes online at www.anchor.fm backslash life tips. Continue to leave ratings and reviews on Apple and Google Podcasts as that helps out tremendously. Thank you so, so much, everybody. I will see you in Friday's episode featuring a very special guest from a very special place. So until Friday, enjoy. I'll see y'all soon. Peace.